Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Give me two. What up, everybody? It's the Plaza Podcast. Prospects Power Half Hour. It's 30 minutes of action. We talk prospects, dynasty baseball. Today's show is about buy low dynasty targets. Of course, Phil Goyette and Benjamin Chase are my co-hosts on this fun adventure into Dynasty Baseball. You can follow Phil at Phil of Sports on Twitter. That's PH. And then Ben is Big Gentle Ben on Twitter. And I'm at MJ Govier if you so prefer. And if you go to the Plaza Podcast handle on Twitter, two L's, two Z's, you, Give me you will two. find free access to the Discord where if you don't feel like you got enough from the half hour, you can find me, Phil, and Ben in there anytime. And you can get your Phil all week long at the Discord. Right, Ben? Yeah. Hey, I answer questions all week long. So, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, like, seriously, you should probably just start your own thing and start charging everybody because what you give out, I'm, this is not exaggeration. People can vouch for this, man. You have so much that you do out of just being a good guy. And, but it's also really, really, really useful stuff. I can't think of a prospect that we could stump him on. Could we, Phil? Could we stump Ben? Should we play that game one day? Can we stump Ben on prospects? <laughs> I'm sure you can, seeing as there's, you know, literally thousands that are in play uh if you go into the guys that are in you know included in the dominican and you know especially if you get into oh. mpb and things like that you know i'll go overseas and stuff like yeah you could definitely stump me on you know but no i i, I also have good access to resources too and so that's a big part of it is i can look up things pretty quick and i know who to reach out on if reach out to if i don't know something so huh. and okay. The biggest thing, saying you don't know when you don't know, that's a really big tool in life. Oh, <laughs> Not just in prospects. Yeah. That's how you learn. <laughs> oh, how dare you? How dare you show any humility? <laughs> I will not accept that on this show, Ben. Not at all. But today's show is about buy low dynasty targets. Uh, Phil, you're in Ireland. Do you think this is a good time to give up on your season of dynasty, or do you still think there's hope if you're struggling? If you're like in 10th place, is it over? Usually June 1st is my time to start thinking about which way you're going. And by July 1st, you want to be going that way pretty hard. So um, in my leagues where I'm rebuilding, which there are unfortunately a few now, uh, I have already started making trades. Okay. And I take uh, anything that's not attached to the walls and start pulling it down and talking about it. So. <laughs> uh, Just Bob's here. What's up, Just Bob? Just Bob is the best. He's so good at giving me updates. On last week's show, he literally gave me like three updates in real time while we were doing the show. 
You're the man, Just Bob. Are you in the Discord, by the way, Just Bob? Guys, sometimes I don't know who's who because people use different usernames and they're not their real names on Twitter. It gets really complicated. It's like when I showed up to Vegas back in March and people were like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, hey, you. I mean, I feel bad. I'm like, shit. There's so many Twitter handles that people don't and they have different avatars. I don't know who half the people are and I really try to pay attention. But this one, guys, real quickly, I know it's the Dynasty show. We're talking buy low. I don't know if you guys read in the chat for your podcast, but I just want someone to hug me and tell me that Luis <laughs> Roberts' injury will be minor. Same. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> well, uh, can you fill me in? Because I missed this. I've been busy all day. So I did too. So- I, I watched some of the game, but I didn't see him him get I saw other they were dropping like flies today. Oh no. Vaughn was at second base, I saw it for some reason. And damn it! Okay, well, uh, that sucks. And I hope it's not serious either. Uh, Just Bob says, no, <laughs> I'm not. It's complicated. Well, it's always complicated. And Jamie's here. What's up, Jamie? Good to see you. All right, well, let's get right into it because we only got a half hour. So let's kick it off with Ben. We're going to go with a list that each guy has of buy low dynasty targets. Ben, why don't you lead it off? Give us somebody that you would consider to be a buy low target. All right, first guy I have is on a team who's kind of going nowhere, and this time of year they're going to start shopping a lot of guys that aren't buttoned down for their long-term future, and that would be the Orioles. And with the Orioles, a lot of guys, they do have a very young outfield, but a lot of those guys are going to be very desirable on on the market. They're Austin Hayes, Cedric Mullins, those guys... They're going to be very, very desirable on the trade market. And when they traded away Manny Machado, one of the big pieces they got in that deal was Yusniel Diaz. And he's a Cuban guy who came to them from the Dodgers. And he is he had a a reputation for being able to really hit and to really know the strike zone well. And his reputation with the Orioles has been that he doesn't know how to stay on the field. Um, sadly, he's also had the issue with the Orioles of not being able to hit the ball either. So now he figured that out this year. In AAA, he slashed 327, 424, 510 this year. Now, short sample size, but he's got power. He's got speed. He had a couple home runs and three steals. And almost an even walk to strike out in the short time that he was in AAA before he popped a hammy. And he has not fully come back from that, but he is supposed to be. He was on his way back, supposed to be activated, and then went out on a wet field, which people, um, and re aggravated his hamstring. Um, But. He is supposed to be very, he was supposed to be very near a return at that point. So I would assume, you know, this was about a week ago that that happened. I would assume he's probably coming back soon. Give him probably, you know, there was talk right before he got hurt that he might be pushing for a call up at that time because guys weren't hitting in Baltimore at that time. Hmm. And some of them have picked up since, you know he might be a guy who has a chance to come up and hit. And like I said, with his 
balanced skills, and he's a halfway decent, you know, pretty solid defender too. This is a guy who could get into the outfield. They could give him a good run. One of the issues he has is, you know, he's only 25, but he's kind of run out of, because he was a Cuban guy that signed a big league contract when he came over, he's kind of running out of option option years. So hmm. they've got to get a good look at him before they run out of that ability. And so he's going to very likely be a guy that they want to get some time to look at before they run out of the ability to keep him on the season or keep him on. So he's a guy to watch. He could get some big league time this year. So take some, take a look at, at using Diaz as a possibility this year. Unbelievable. Be a guy you don't see until August, but could be a you- guy that finishes out your year. Can you believe that, Phil? That he's saying Usnail Diaz could show up again? What the, that would make my heart so filled with joy right now. Resuscitation of a career, it would be, I would say. So, yeah, we were drooling over him three, four years ago. So, uh, post-type prospect, it's a real thing. You know, I saw his name on your list, Ben, last night, and I was like, oh, wow, really? Wow, okay. That really invigorated me with some excitement because I've loved using Neil Diaz for a few years. I saw him last year in real life in the Arizona Fall League game I attended during the uh, Baseball HQ Baseball Funathon, and he hit a home run. He crushed one to deep left field right there. I just showed up like right before that. It was meant to be, I'm telling you. We have kindred you spirits, go. you and I, use Neil. Something's going to happen that is good for you. Uh, quick commentaries before we go over to Phil for one. There's uh, some people saying, like Just Bob, that Robert was removed because Chicago was down seven runs. And he did play the next inning after the so-called injury. So that's interesting. That's good news. But, uh, like, we don't know exactly what's going to happen here, so we're not going to try to tell you, oh, we know what's going on. Uh, we're not trying to do that. And then Cow Ka- Chad, we got we never get Twitch viewers, Phil. This is rare. Twitch viewer, great oh, nice. to have you, Twitch viewer. I like Diaz, but, man, he has to be pretty much perfect to keep a spot when it's time for Kowser and yep. Kierstad and Drew Jones. But Ben agrees with that. Yeah, he's. I mean, that's why they want to get a look at him, because they know those guys are down. Those guys really haven't hit upper minors yet. So they want to get a look at these guys now because they want to see what who they've got because in the next two, three years, they're going to be sorting out who's their real future. So Okay. That makes sense. Yep. All right, Phil, who you got at the top of your list? Let's talk about a guy that the three of us talked about in the Discord this week and I thought is a perfect fit for this list, uh, Luis Matos, who I was oh. discussing in a trade in a dynasty league I was in. So uh, Which you did pull off. Luis Matos. Yeah, and I didn't go for Matos, yeah. but I did look at him. And um, Matos is a exciting outfield prospect for the Giants. Uh, 20 years old, and he's in high A this year, so the org has really been aggressive with him the whole way. Um, has a five-tool skill set. Mm-hmm. I know it gets thrown around, but he really is a five-tooler, I would say. Um, and he's just having a bit of a rough spell at high A. Um, and, but if you tease some stuff out, there's actually some things to like, I mean, first off, you look back at what he did in full season last year as a teenager, there's a ton to like, um, he showed the ability to make contact, get on base, hit the ball hard and do all three of those at the same time, which can be tricky to do. Um, and then he stole 20 bags as well, sorry, 21 bags as well. So Mm. 
we love that from a fantasy prospect. And because he's young, there's the potential for him to hit for more power. Um, so that's good. He's also kind of getting crushed by Babip right now at high A. So if you look at his Babip, it's 232. Uh. He's the kind of hit tool talent that could have a Babip that's above average consistently. So he could be a guy. I don't want to put a Tim Anderson on him, but he could be a guy that hits for a 330 to 340 Babip given his contact ability, his line drive ability, his speed. He kind of has all the little things that you look for in somebody that would have a high Babbitt. So I think he's being, you know, that's unfortunate. Um, and quite frankly, at this time last year, if you were looking to acquire him, you might not have even gotten an offer with him in it. Mm. Um, so now is the time. Like if you really mm-hmm. like Matos, like Ben talked about, like we talked about in the chat, um, if he's a guy that you feel strongly about, you should go get him right now. Like now. this is the week to talk about getting him. Mm. And he was hurt and missed a month. Um, just came back at the start of June, and since then, er, in June, he slashed two sixty seven, three hundred three, four fifty. So I mean, compare that to his season numbers, and you know, I mean, yeah, he's still getting babbipped on that, and he's right. That's significantly better. So I mean, already. And so if he's. If he's not getting babbed on that, then that's like a three, four, five potential. Maybe not yeah. three, four, three, three, fifty, five hundred. So, um, yeah, he's he's by low. He's a guy that you maybe couldn't even have bought last year. So, bye, bye, bye. Now for the low, low price with two point five percent APR financing. Uh, all right, so we're talking live. This is the Palazzo Pass. Prospect show? That's right. The Palazzo Podcast. Prospects Power Half Hour. That's Benjamin Chase. He's Phil Goyette. I'm Michael Govier. If you have a question, you can drop it in here. We did have a question in the Discord I wanted to jump into real quick because it, anytime anybody goes out of their way, which in the channels of channels, we have like 58 channels in the Palazzo Podcast Discord, which I hear is a no-no, but yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I come up with an idea. Like we just added the Heat channel the other day. So now we have a channel dedicated to the movie Heat. And I, that's a good thing, right? Why not? It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we had a question from Anthony. He wants to know, is it bad luck to have Fam and Jock Peterson on the same team? <laughs> Can't be good. good. Can't be good. Can't be good at all. Uh, Jeff's here. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> kind of a nice duo, though. It's Pop and... Uh, oh, yeah. Moses. He always OBP bases. Yeah, sneaky stolen base guy, OBP, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're right. I mean, all jokes aside, I would agree with it. That's definitely something to that. And Jeff's here, and he also says, Josh Lowe is back. Jeff Whiteley is the Josh Lowe aficionado on the show. It's official. So welcome back, Josh Lowe, to the major leagues. That's exciting. I also saw a trade offer that was hit up to me. Real quick, guys. Josh Lowe for Austin Hayes. Would you do it, yes or no? Bad. Josh Lowe for who? I'm sorry. Austin Hayes, straight up. Austin Hayes, oh, outfielder for outfielder. That's one that I'd have to. It have to depend on my team. It'd be mm-hmm. if I need speed, speed versus power on that. That's context based. Yeah, it'd be an absolute context based because that's a pretty even value for value. It'd just be what I need for the player. That makes sense. Yeah, steals possibly. Uh, Phil, same response or? I like low if, especially if you're rebuilding. Okay. I think Hayes is a good chip to use, so I would take low straight up. I like that. 
Uh, Jared asked in our Discord channel, which is questions for today's show, which you guys can pop in anytime. When we do a show, we have a whole channel for you to ask questions. When do you think Jordan Walker will get the call, and will the steals translate to the major league level? Phil, let's go to you first. Jordan Walker is a prospect for the Cardinals. I believe he's in double-A still off the top of my head. And will the steals translate to the major league level for Jordan Walker? It just turned 20. Um, started the year in double-A. Probably needs, man, I don't know. I don't know if there's a chance we'll see him maybe at the tail end of next year. He's that kind Ooh. of talent. So um, I would say I put a late 2023 ETA on him. Um, will the speed hold up? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to run at this level like he um, and the minors at, at when he gets to the majors. So I don't think he's like uh, – 15 to 25 stolen base guy. He might be more like a 5 to 15 stolen base guy. But um, that little bit of steals will be nice to go along with everything else he can do, which is basically everything. So, um, yeah, I like him tail into next year. I don't know that he runs as much as he has been in the minors, um, but still should steal some bags. And, and yeah, I, I like him for as far as his steals go for a very similar reason as, like, Pujols used to get steals. And the same reason the Mo Vaughn got like 11 one year. Because they were, I mean, even when Mo was older, that he somehow would get like four or five steals every year because he was one of those who just timed up a pitcher really, really well and would know when and when not to go. It was nuts. I That was one of those things that I loved about Mo Vaughn and fantasy. Um, but Pujols was always really good with steals, and for the same reason, Pujols was never fast, but he was very smart about when to go. And uh, Walker, when he was coming out of high school, was known as being quite athletic for his size. A lot of people, great, you know, made the comment, you know, as big as he is, he can really move for his size, uh, which is. Folks, that was kind of one of the draws. Folks said, yeah, he might not stick at third because of his size, but, geez, he's really athletic, so he might just stay there. Hmm. I just don't know where he's going to play because you've got Goldschmidt and Arenado who are going to be there for a few more years. You've got, I, don't, I mean, a lot of young outfielders, a lot of young – I mean, you got a lot of folks in those positions where he would probably fit best – a lot of young DH only bats for them. I mean, unless he's moved, that I, I don't. I mean, he might be the perfect big time trade ship for the Cardinals if they're going after someone mm. big. He might be the perfect guy to use for them, just because he's at so a position where they have so much depth in so many places. You throw him onto a trade as a trade ship. Who's going to match that across the league? Because that's a top ten talent right there in in prospects. Yeah. Uh, Anthony wants to know: You going to tell me that Cecil Fielder had steals too? I don't think so. No, not really. No. Although he was much smaller, he got a lot bigger when he was back from Japan. If you, yeah. I remember the baseball card I had of him: the uh, wood trim tops, which we've talked about on the show before. <laughs> He's much more svelte in his Blue Jays uniform. Then he ended up being, by the time uh, he hit 51 home runs in 1990, which was like the highlight of my life at that time, man. Remember that, Phil? That was <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. 
Because nobody had done it since George uh, Foster in 77. That was 50 home runs was unheard of when Cecil did it in 1990. Once he got that McDonald's uh, deal. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Remember he was on the McDonald's commercials with Prince? Prince Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. his son Prince was in the commercial. That's funny. All right, let's have Jordan Walker breakdown. We hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Let's go back to Ben now. We're moving forward with our... Oh, wait. Okay. Wait. I got to get this. People ask questions. It comes live. Real quick. You guys seem cool, so I'll give you guys answers to the best buy low dynasty guy when you factor cost to acquire and upside. Since there's only one answer, it's Christian Robinson. It's going to cost pennies to get him because of the issues he's had that have completely off the radar. Ben, Christian Robinson, is he a buy low? Yes, but how long is it going to take him to get back to full game? I mean, he's really not been allowed to play games for almost three years now with the, you have the, the pandemic year and now he's, you know, this is his third year really that he's not been allowed to have competitive action. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take for him? I mean, and, and he's still really young, but how long is it going to take for him to get back to the point of being that guy again? That's going to be the problem. Phil? Yeah. And this says, Ooh, uh, Rotowire news. This is an update. Robinson no longer getting regular at-bats and innings in the field after extended spring training ended two weeks ago, according to Nick Piacoro of the Arizona Republic, June 21st. There you go. I mean, if you're in a real deep league, you always want to have, like, a portion of your farm for these type of players. So I agree with on that principle. But for the – I think the majority of people playing a league where you're maybe rostering like 200-ish guys, I don't think you want Robinson on your roster at that depth. I don't see the the yeah. point until they start showing something and you can scoop them. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, Phil and Ben, tell it like it is here on the Plausible Podcast Prospects Power Half Hour. So if they're right, they're right. And if they're wrong, they're wrong. Actually, it's really just a 50-50 shot. It could go either way. <laughs> Or maybe it turns into like a partial correctness, the skills, or maybe the it, skills were there. Absolutely, yeah. right. But that's yeah. what people hold on to. This is the problem I think in dynasty baseball is sometimes you hold on to the skills for so long when they don't start to show you the output that you should get from the skills. That's when you get burned. So it's important to always be aware of when it's time to move on, and that's why we think this show is so valuable to all of you. Buying low is a key time, and we'll do a sell high show too. We'll talk. Maybe we'll do that next week, and we'll. Come right back with the other side of the coin. Uh, Ryan Venancio also on the chat. What's up, Ryan? Ryan's a great follow. Please follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow. I think it's uh, at Ven underscore Armbarn, V-E-N. Your mind Mercedes was moved to San Francisco. They turned Darren Ruff into a monster. So any hope that maybe San Francisco, the wizards that they are, can maximize something out of your mind? I think your mind, by the way, is at least 30 years old, Ben. Is that correct? He's... In his upper 20s, at least. I, you know, sadly, <laughs> I don't like to say this, but in, he, he's making Tony LaRusso look smart, and that's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it it would have been one thing if if he would have come out after, the, after he went down to AAA and just set the world on fire. But he just really hasn't, and and honestly, that was kind of his mo all the way through. He's he was a good enough hitter, 
to keep him in your minor league system, but never really a great hitter, which is why what he did to start that season was just so out. Holy cow. And I think that's why so many people jumped on. It was, this was such an amazing run for a player who's had to stick it out for so many years. And the reason why he had to stick it out for so many years was he was just okay. He was a guy who was kind of an org guy for a long, long time. And I mean, a guy like, you know, you want to compare them, Darren Ruff. Darren Ruff had legit big league power. Not much else, but he had legit big league power. And they're able to turn that into something usable by figuring out when to deploy him so that that power is playable. And that's how they're doing that. I just, I don't know where where you find that with Mercedes. I just don't. And they already traded for Wins too, who hit a big home run off Strider yesterday. He looks decent. Wins had a huge day yesterday. He had, I think, I want to say he had six or seven RBI yesterday. He had a big, big day yesterday. Yeah. I know your mind could DH. Uh, Phil, you're familiar with your mind. You're the Chicago White Sox expert here. Yeah, I think um, I do like the principle of if the Giants are picking him up, then put him on your radar because there's a reason why they acquired him. And maybe, like Ben said, it's a fit thing where they think there's a matchup that he can excel in and they can use him there. So definitely watch. Um, I wouldn't be completely shocked if he goes on a little heater again, but he's the kind of guy that'll go on a heater and then get really cold too. That's just his style. Yep. That's fair. That's totally fair. And Chad says on Twitch, it doesn't help that Tony LaRusso completely destroyed what was clearly an unstable mental state after the home run debacle last year, but he does have a near 400 OBP in the minors this year. So, yeah, well, everything that Ben says basically is translates what you just said in that comment, Chad. So, I'm. I understand it. We all get it. It's like, oh, we want it to work. (laughs) It was total bullshit. All right, let's go. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, Yeah. Tony Russo is a Tony Russo. I said this. Didn't I say this on the show recently? He actually did some really good things with the Cardinals organization. He helped steer that clubhouse through when Daryl Kyle died, and he showed that he was capable of helping people through a very traumatic situation. But it just seems like something's changed in him, or he's lost his touch. It does happen. So I don't want to spend the rest of the show talking about that. It's just something to think about. You know, you win some, you lose some, and you don't always stay on top. You know, the, the Rolling Stones aren't always as good as they were going to be for exile on Main Street. It's just not going to happen, okay? So shit happens. <laughs> All right, Ben, let's go back to you. Let's get another buy low prospect. We got a bunch of comments here in the, in the comments, but I want to get at least one more of these from each of you guys before we get out of here because we're running out of time. Well, going on, on kind of what, what uh, Phil was going after, kind of your last chance to maybe get this guy at a decent price is Alex Ramirez of the Mets. And he started out the year on fire and got really, you know, my boy that I've been pumping, Emmanuel Rodriguez, sadly injured out for the season. Um, Bummer. But those two were kind of running neck and neck to start the year. And this is before Jackson Churio came on the scene. Folks forget that he pretty much didn't play for the first three, four weeks of the year. And then has kind of started doing everything that he's done since. Those Ramirez and Emmanuel Rodriguez were the guys everyone was saying. So for, you know, guys who are under, who are 19 and under with, you know, the highest, you know, OPS, these were the two. And that was the start of the year and for about the first month. And then he's really struggled since that. And 
Now, in June, he still hasn't put up a lot of really great numbers, but his walk rate is up to over 15%, and he's got his strikeout rate back down to just about 20 And on top of that, when he is getting on base, he's doing stuff with it. He's got seven steals this month, and when he's making contact, he's doing good things. The, out of his hits, he's got five extra base hits. Um, that's he's tapping into that stuff again. And his BABIP is something like 220 for the month. So you get that regulated a bit. He's doing the things as far as his walk rate, his strikeout rate. And this guy's natural talent. Holy crap. If he starts to take off, this is a guy who was kind of on the fringe of the top 100 at the start of the year. And he takes off and maybe gets a promotion to high A and does a little bit at high A at 19 years old. He's a top 50 guy. And you won't be able to get him at the at, at in the offseason. You won't be able to trade for that guy. He's going to be impossible to acquire. So if you want to get him right now, you better because you're not going to get a chance to going forward because he's really he's working his way up. So okay. Alex Ramirez of the Mets. Now nah, buy now. This is it. Last call. Uh Phil, give us one more before we hit the road. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well with my boy, J.J. Blade, who came up on this <laughs> list again. Estimated <laughs> estimated ex-WOBA minus his actual WOBA. Um, and his actual <laughs> WOBA is not even bad. So actual WOBA. Yeah, I wish I knew how to quit you, Blade. <laughs> estimated ex-WOBA 397, right? So he's, he's doing really well and actually should be doing better based on the quality of contact. We talked about BABIP a lot during the show. Babbitt right now is 246. There's no way this dude's Babbitt stays at 246. Um, so I like Blade, highly touted prospect. He was the best college hitter in his class. Uh, Miami should have a spot for him to play. Um, so grab him if you can. Yeah, good old Blade, man. That's so funny. He said that. It just makes me laugh because I want it to happen. I really do. But uh, he's your guy. There's no doubt about it, in my opinion. I think JJ Blade, I think of Phil Goyette, who you can follow on Twitter at Phil of Sports, P H I L. You can follow Benjamin Chase at Big Gentle Ben and me at MJ Govier. Of course, Plaza Podcast, two L's. Utah. And two Z's. Give me two. Uh, as we wrap the show up, God, there's so many comments. You guys are killing it today. This is what makes the show so much more enjoyable and interesting and useful is when everybody chips in like this chat says that chat. uh reed detmer's yeah i love the chat too reed detmer's option is that a surprise to either one of you yeah. i mean he hasn't been dominant but where yeah, are the angels going i thought i i'm surprised he has not been as good this season as i thought he was going to be but maybe then again i'm putting too much um too much faith in that cur- in the curveball um, when it's maybe not the type that generates enough swing and miss at the big league level to go with what his fastball can do. Um, and maybe you need a tighter slider um, as opposed to loopier. It's kind of it's weird because I've never really been big on uh, Matthew Libertor for the Cardinals for the same reason, because I don't know that the looper outside of, unless you're going to be Kershaw with it, is always the most effective way to get to whiffs mm-hmm. in the big, so. I, the angels just make goofy decisions to me. That too. <laughs> I mean, they just do. I mean, Adele yeah. came up and he actually was showing he could, he had made some adjustments at the big league level and played well. And they sent him back down. 
and it made no flipping sense. <laughs> so I mean, it's just you know, I and I'm I'm not making any excuses for keeping Detmers up, but it's just the Angels organization right now. I think is in some pretty tough spots, which which yeah. sucks because you got two of the best players, most marketable players in the entire game mm-hmm. on that organization. And Last and night was amazing, gonna... and they still lost. Last night was a yeah. perfect example yeah. of what's going on there. Shohei, eight runs driven in, ties it up in the bottom of the ninth. They still lose. Go ahead, Phil. And if look, at, if you're going to shit can Madden, do it, and do it before the season starts so you give the team a chance to compete this year and put yourself in a situation where you can find somebody that can lead the team somewhere instead of waiting two months into the season and canning the guy. It's, it's not like you changed. Right, I mean it's mad. It'd be like the white. It's like when the White Sox are gonna uh, fire Larusa. You know, it's the same guy, right? So yeah. if you're gonna shit can him, do it. Uh, that's annoying. Well said, hey I Phil. Yeah. Look at Phil getting fired off. I like that. You guys are getting Phil's passion I going today. I appreciate I just, that. That uh. Madden was so far like, oh, he's he's into goof land, and he has been the whole time with the Angels, and it's not really fair to those players there. And the org should have got rid of him before the season started so they could put somebody in there. They could give him a chance this year. It's just annoying. Yep. So I think they were, it's team. just what Ben says. They make strange decisions. So there you go. Yeah. That, that's another classic example. All right. Well, the show's over. We run out of time. Uh, you had so many more comments. Here we go. Real quick, guys. Real quick. Uh, is Teeterman on the Blue Jays someone we should know about? Ricky oh. Teeterman, real quick. Yeah. I talked about him. You, you need to know about him. But whether he could be an. I, I don't know if he's an ace or if he's a mid-rotation guy, but you need to know about him because he's a future fantasy pitcher. Oh. Phil, yeah. you agree? Yeah, he yeah. loves it. I okay. think our, we're just worried about the arm. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Well, I mean, there's always that worry. And then legit. You know, Jamie is always such a good sport in our Discord. I got to get his comment in. Is Spencer Strider a hold or a drop depending on a league? He had a bad outing, you would say, yesterday, but I would not be dropping him. Definitely not a drop, but he might move to a streamer category, depending on what your, depending on your league. You know, he might, leagues. He might wind up being better even if they put him back in the bullpen because he was he was pretty good as the swingman for fantasy because his ratios were low. And Didn't he, he have eight Ks in like three innings once this year? He had more strikeouts than Logan Webb. I've got them both on the same team. He had more strikeouts than Logan, Logan Webb even before he started starting games. So wow. I'm such a moron for dropping Strider in my main event. What was I thinking? It was early though. It was April, and I was like, "Oh, I don't." He doesn't. He only pitches every. Yeah, he only pitches every six days. I don't have time for this. Damn it! I blew it. All right. Well, I make mistakes. We're all human beings here. That's why we think our show's pretty cool because we don't put on false fronts. Phil, Ben, myself, we tell it like it is. So we hope you enjoyed this. If you want more, all the Twitter handles have been revealed. The Discord is free. You can find that at the Plaza Podcast Twitter handle. Two L's, two Z's. Thank you so much, Benjamin, Phil, myself. See you guys next time. Our prospects is a curious thing. Make a person trade everything for a king. Wander Franco is your one true love. For a prospect, you'll trade all the
save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or 7-up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.